Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks. Hey, all right, Alan, appreciate it. You're telling us we are lifesavers. We are trying to be lifesavers indeed. Also, as well, if you can go ahead and support LakersBall.com, go ahead and check out Joe at LakersBall.com as aka Ox1947. Also, as well, Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom, and of course, Jamie Sweet. You can go ahead and catch them today, right there for you, right now, at Lakerholics.com. Plus, they're good friends of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today, go ahead and check out Sinblades.com. That's Sinblades with the Y.com. And I've got a special note. Our test. Run on playback.tv was a huge success as far as us are concerned, not the game, because that was something else entirely. But yes, we were actually online on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It is truly was a great experience so far for us. We're going to be back on for Friday night's game starting at 730. So please go ahead and check us out then playback.tv slash Lakers fast break you can chat along with us you can hear us talk along with the game you can hear us cry moan groan it's also a bit unfiltered because there was a lot of language thrown being thrown back and forth and a lot of it was at the Lakers and at Rob Palenka so if you want to be all part of the fun go ahead and join us today subscribe free of charge at playback.tv and join us playback.tv Slash Lakers Fast Break. It's in the description right below. And while you're down below, right below Sean, right below his munching right there, go ahead and subscribe to YouTube today so you can get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Sovereign, hope you had a great N7 day. Appreciate you joining us back up again. Hopefully all is well with you. Terrell Davis, great to have you here. 
appreciate it so much. And Alan, of course, thank you so much as well. Appreciate you thinking of us as your lifesavers because certainly the way the Lakers are playing right now, it is not great right now for saving anyone's life other than the other teams because tonight they did face off against their arch rival, arch nemesis, the Los Angeles Clippers. They were the road team at the Crypto.com Arena. And, well, after getting down by as many as 15 in the first half, they did come back to almost tie the game at halftime. It looked pretty good in the second quarter. Unfortunately, the bad third quarter reared its ugly head again, and the Lakers just coming out of the locker room. Immediately, the Clippers went on an 8-0 run, never looked back. Got a little close, but unfortunately, after LeBron James in the fourth quarter went out with a foot injury, the constant bothering of his foot unfortunately flared up again, and he left halfway through the fourth quarter after a really, really good game. His best game so far this season, 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists, and 2 steals. Really was playing well, 4 of 9 from 3. But of course, you know, so far this season, can't go well too for us. Uh, can't go well too long for us because unfortunately he went out halfway through the fourth quarter with foot soreness, and hopefully it's nothing more serious than that. But this is something he has stated that he's going to be have to play through the entire season. Anthony Davis chipped in with twenty one and nine. Troy Brown Jr. had fourteen. Russell Westbrook uh, not quite the day that we were hoping for from him, but fourteen and nine off the bench. But unfortunately, that didn't mean as much because the Lakers shot 31% from three. Uh, Unfortunately, the Clippers shot better from three. They shot better from the line and also shot better as well from from all over the floor and played good enough defense. And they just basically beat the Clippers hands down in that second half, 114 to 101. The Lakers are now a very embarrassing two and nine. I know that the protests are already being rumored to be started on Friday. We'll see how far that goes. Joe's laughing and smirking. I'm actually kind of laughing under my breath as well, as far as how much this protest goes and how well it goes. All, all, all those people that are working from home have enough time to go protest. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> Absolutely. Paul, you're right. Jazz have played a tougher schedule. They've also played two more road games each year. There's no excuses. You know, we're not going to provide any here at Lakers Fast Break. The Lakers stink. And right now, unless there's something done as far as, you know, a trade is concerned or some type of, uh, you know, maneuver to be done, it's not looking any better for us. Again, the Lakers fall down 114 to 101. They just really look bad in that second half once again like beating a drum we're doing the same thing over and over and over again but here today to talk about the game first man up first man indeed plus again if you get a chance please go ahead and sign up today free of charge and watch us watch along with us on our live watch parties that you guys asked for out there and we got you covered playback.tv slash lakers fast break you can see laker tom like we did actually get nauseous on the air as the game continued especially in the third, fourth quarter. Yeah, poor guy. He, he had to bow out of tonight's show just because he was getting so upset. You could have seen that live on playback.tv, and hopefully you get a chance to do so again. Well, actually, just be with us, not the Laker Tom nauseous part. But first up, first man here, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Ox1947 on our Lakers 
watch parties and also lakersball.com it is joe sorrow joe just another miserable second half performance punctuated by the fact that the only player that was really making a difference on the court lebron james who was actually looking pretty good after an extra day's rest because he didn't play in monday night's game against the jazz unfortunately it was all for naught as he stepped out uh you know into the locker room with some fur- with really some foot issues in the fourth quarter i don't think it was foot issues i think it was more he was limping uh, you know, LeBron likes to play up the, the stuff typically. No, no one's running around like that and then all of a sudden comes up lame. I mean, come on. It, it was a mental drain and it's going to continue continue to be a mental drain for AD and LeBron and watching their season essentially go to the crapper uh, almost three weeks in. But we we knew this. Uh, some of us wanted to believe it. Some of us didn't want to believe it. But deep down, I think we all knew what was coming here. Uh, the one chip challenge uh, will be a distant memory in about two weeks. I was looking forward to being wrong like I am every day of my life. Unfortunately, I am very rarely wrong because I, I know what I see. Uh, the Lakers... The Lakers uh, need to make a decision, at least verbally, on, and their leaders need to, whatever that means, their 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 leaders, supposed leaders, need to finally just come out and say we're not going to do anything instead of having some uh, mouthpiece on Twitter with all the twits on there telling us that they have a secret player or a you know they're not going to trade anybody so. I read that they're not going to trade for anyone beyond this season. And then they're not going to trade the two picks. And they're not going to trade the two picks. Okay. And then they're not going to trade AD. They're not going to trade LeBron. Okay. Well, why don't you just come out and say, we're not doing anything. You, you got your TV money. You don't, you don't really need fans. Uh, COVID uh, confirmed what I had been saying for year, you know, a few years before 2020 which was the NBA, the NFL, and even to some degree, the Major League Baseball don't really need, they don't need you to be at the games. It's just extra money. The concessions, the prices for the seats, that's just for the uh, the owners to support their 10 mistresses and maybe buy a few more boats. <laughs> so with that, I want Laker Nation and all fans of the NBA to understand you matter nothing to them. And most of you have probably cut the cords, right? And you would think, hmm, they got all these TV contracts and all, you know, half the country's cut the cord or the satellite dish, right? Did, did, did that make a difference? Not even a little bit. So we have to look at this as an entertainment, uh, 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 like we are right now. This has to be some kind of an entertainment uh, situation. Instead of any kind of logic or logical reasoning on how we can get past this rut that we're in. This rut, from what I'm seeing, is not going to end at the end of the year. So if they don't trade anybody, they don't want any large contracts back, they don't want to trade uh, draft capital. So you're essentially telling me that you're just going to let this year finish. You're not going to trade anybody. You're going to let the contracts run out. 
you're going to lose a lot of valuable money because you're not trading that $47 million contract that Wesley Westbrook has. And it doesn't seem like you're going to trade. You might want to trade them, but you're not going to trade Beverly or none to go get somebody else. Why? Because they're going to want a draft pick and you don't want to give up a draft pick, but no one's going to give you anything for those guys unless they get some kind of a draft pick or some kind of long-term contract that's going to go beyond 2023. Did you guys follow all that? Because even I got a headache repeating it. <laughs> the I didn't, get, I didn't get part of that. Can you repeat that, please, sir? I just wanted to show off that I know what I'm talking about. I know every facet of this thing. Because Savage TV said yesterday you didn't. Well, well Savage, Savage is, is probably... <laughs> His feelings probably got hurt by a comment I made. Probably and, by, you know, John thinks of you in only the highest of fashion. Yeah, yeah. John John is – the issue the, the, the issue with John is he wants to be me, but he can't. And it's okay, John. It, I, there's, there's but a few Juan people. Velasquez, welcome to our chat, Juan. <laughs> he says you should be on Spectrum Sports. Tell him James love, Worthy off. I would love to be with uh, Allie Clifton and James Worthy. Uh, James Worthy only because he's a big game James. Geeter, uh, Geeter's a little too goofy for me. I think he's too much of a homer. Good guy, though, so I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, nice and yeah, yes, yes, Gerald, we know you like money. I get no, it. No, he I, is being paid the money. He <laughs> is being He's a mouthpiece for the organization. <laughs> okay, so do I go into the, the to the show without a mouthpiece? Well, I ain't paying you money right now. That's or for do sure. I get those gold teeth or those gold mouthpieces that football players wear? I'll give you all of our residuals. You want to I would last. I would last fifteen to twenty seconds on Spectrum Sportsnet Joe, because I happened. would lambaste everything involving the Lakers. I, I could just see like it going blank on the screen, or beep, it would. It would be. By. What is that? What is? What do they call that? Red, white, blue. Thing that they they used to do in movies when 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 they were cutting somebody off at the news station <laughs> exactly. I, I know that's Please what it would by. be yeah it's okay guys i i don't need to be on some nationally regional show i am very happy to be on lakers fast break and i will continue to love to be on here for for the foreseeable future uh, if there's another outlet that we end up being at, let's say Sirius Radio or some other playback type oh, Sirius, channel. they'll let you curse all they want. Well, I, I don't – so so cursing has to be – I mean, I know you guys heard me curse when we were in private, and that that that, that that's because the, the game warranted the cursing. It's I don't just – I don't want to just curse to just curse. I think after a while it kind of no. makes your speech kind of – you know, it dilutes the speech. You got to have a button with the curse. You got to be able to say something. Now, I wouldn't say the things I said behind the scenes because you start to get a little too personal. So is sound. your nickname seven second delay? Uh, no, 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 no. This is no, no, no. But John thinks I'm full of whatever it is. Excrement. Is that what it is? He'd sell out to LFB for Spectrum in a heartbeat. That goes to show you John doesn't know who the hell I am. I'm already rich, buddy. I don't need their money. Sovereign's got it right. Okay. Joe shows up. I'm already rich. <laughs> Joe shows up. Furniture goes flying. I think Sovereign uh, has no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I got, I got, I got fire, and when I'm angry, but I have never punched a wall, 
thrown furniture. I I might have slapped a leather couch. I have a funny story about that. I'll tell you that one day or <laughs> when we have time. Um, scared the whole room. It was kind of funny when I when I when I tell the story. Anyways, but um, I'm not a believer in breaking stuff. I, most the stuff I buy, I like. I'm not gonna break that. What the hell's the matter with you people? Why are you breaking your own stuff? Uh, no, I'm a controlled. I'm I'm a controlled fire. Uh, uh, firecracker is probably the best description, and that, that I can't take credit for that. My 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 good friend, one of my best friends, uh, uh, coined that because he's kind of has got the same temperament as I do. And uh, I just, I just think that's really what it is because as soon as the fire or the firecracker goes out, it's it's over. I'm back to being normal. Um, you could look at it as a psychotic thing, a bipolar thing. I'm neither one of those. I guess I could be a psycho if, if I need to be, but I'm a pretty controlled guy. Um, and it's you know that's just kind of how it is. But you know the, the the deal here is, guys, we're we're exhausting the analysis because it's you could pick. Every game this year, practically, and say the same thing because it's exactly what's going on. First quarter dud, second quarter stud for about a second, and then third quarter double duds, and then fourth quarter they make a little run, and then Paul George starts hitting fifty three three pointers out of nowhere, and you're done. I mean, it's it's just it's just it's it's exhausting. How what are these guys doing? I don't get it. That's pretty funny, petting my cat. <laughs> petting my cat said, Joe, I never punched a wall sore. It's it's a combination of the name petting my cat and then the, the funny line. I I don't there's there's, there's there's this has to get blown up, guys, I think for anything to change. I mean blown up like like an atom bomb. Uh, or we're going to be watching this all year. <laughs> this is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here with Joe Sorrell and, of course, the Magic Man indeed. The Lakers, unfortunately, with a second-half collapse. Shock me if you've ever heard that before. Fall 114-101. Our concern turns towards LeBron because, again, he left the, the game halfway through the fourth quarter limping obviously those foot issues are now starting to bother him a lot more also here today besides joe sorrow which has already been a great source of conversation online as a good man indeed he's the madman from toronto getting out of toronto traffic it is the magic man sean grice sean great to have you here my friend want to go ahead and thank you so much for being part of our initial offering on the playback.tv slash lakers fast break watch party that we did can't wait to, for night number two this Friday against the Kings at 7.30. Looking forward to it, my friend. But your thoughts on today's game, you were just spouting off some good ones all game long. It just it really is a shame to see the lack of defense now. We talked about offense being the issue. Now it's a combination of bad offense and even worse defense. Uh, absolutely, Gerald. It it, it looked, sounds... Sounds a lot like um No. Now he remember that. He remember that though. He remember yes. the he remember the Penny Hardaway jersey. Yeah, no, Gerald. I just wanted to say this is um really disappointing uh effort again defensively. It just seems like the defense is turning into some kind of sinkhole. It's it's just yes, it just everything is about to be submerged into this sinking hole that we call a season. <laughs> and um, Joe's right. There's there's no outstretched arm for us. There's no Days X Machina waiting. And um, I, I'm not sure about blowing it up because I'm not sure what, what we can get back. Once, once you create a crater, I'm not sure what else you can create. Well, let me um, ask you this. Let me ask you this. You know, the defense was the one thing, the only thing that we could count on for the first seven games, let's say six, seven games going into it. Ever since, you know, like I said, last week, late last week, the defense has gone off the rails. Why has the defense gotten so poorly so quickly? Yeah, you know what, Gerald? I think think it's a combination of a couple things. I think... You know, Joe. Joe was uh, colorful with some comments off air, but essentially, what what he came to uh, to um, fruition with, and uh, we all have to agree, is this team has no spirit. There's there's no spirit. Now, whether you want to say that's a combination of intensity and motivation and hunger, or you want to say it's either a combination of will. Uh, persistence and stick-to-itiveness. We don't have those adjectives in our defense right now. And it's just becoming more and more apparent that uh, 
that some guys are playing for their next contract. Some guys are just stringing this out and hoping, you know, they have a good good season with LeBron AD off the court because they're certainly not going to have one on well, the, the ro- court. The rotations and the the effort is just not there anymore. No, it's not. It's not. I'm. I, and I. Paul's right. In a sense, there are no excuses for 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 Darvin Ham, but at the same time, this is what he was given. This is the team Rob Polinka put together for him. And if you don't think Darvin Ham has thrown some four-letter words at Rob Polinka, you're fooling yourself because he's definitely been animated. I'm sure behind the scenes. Behind about, the scenes, yeah. About how frustrating. And difficult you're making this for me. You know, yeah, I took the job. So anytime you take a job, you voluntarily take a job, there are there are criticisms that come along with a bad performance. But when you're um, volunteering for a job, there's also the expectation that as an employer, you give me the best kind of tools to do the best job I can for you. No one, no one's going to argue that uh, Darvin Ham's been given a, a, a great tool shed here. I don't think so. Instead of going to Home Depot, what Rob Polinka decided to do was, I'll go down to the Wreckers and, you know, I'll get this for five bucks. I'll get that for seven bucks. I'll get that for 12. And, you know, you know, I could do something with it. No, nobody can. Nobody can. Well, I want to go ahead and also talk about something that Richard mentioned in the chat, which I mentioned to both you guys that we saw during the game, and that is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, I know you had mentioned it a couple weeks ago, and you and I went back and forth on how effective Anthony Davis is this season, and I thought he started out okay. But for today's game, you know, it was – basically almost like he wasn't there at times and it was just very uneventful not the impact you're hoping for sure 21 points nine rebounds like you said uh, joe says the the statistics don't always bear out as far as what you see on the screen with the eye test and that certainly was the case with anthony davis because you know i was complaining about it today there was a right at a session right around the second half three straight times fade away Fade away, fade away when he had guys posted up within five feet or less from the basket. Fade away, fade away, fade away. And of course, he ended up missing all three, which is extremely, extremely disappointing for someone who has a height advantage. Joe, I mean, how frustrating this is. I mean, AD's maybe starting to hear the rumors that there's possibility of, of you know, him being moved or him being looked at being shopped. I mean, mm-hmm. everything should start I being on the no. table right about now because I'm really no getting tired getting of this the losing thing. No one's getting moved. But they couldn't even move John uh, Julius Randle. They couldn't even move uh, Westbrook when you've got a $47 million contract and a bunch of teams out there that want to drop, you know, good players, for, but their contracts are beyond 2023. Rappel, look, man, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm somewhere right now. I don't know where. I'm at Joe's house. <laughs> All right? I'm at Joe's house. That's where I'm hiding. So, come on. This guy's not going to do anything. You know, I'm watching the 
the owner of the team, they're, they're making a little run a few days ago. She's like, <laughs> you know what? It's like she got a she got a ring for an engagement. Come on, what kind of leader is this? Yeah, I'm gonna keep saying it. Tweeting at 2 a.m., hoping for birds and flowers to to, to fall, and we're so sad. Uh, Jared, if, if if I could interject there, um, what? I um I agree with what what you said about Anthony Davis. Um, um, I've been a little harsh on him, probably more than most this this year. Um, but uh, Gerald, I gotta be frank. I I think a lot of what he's doing, honestly, outside of the defensive end on offense is empty calories, like you were saying. You have five post possessions, and four of those were on on players who are at least four to six inches um, shorter than you, and you decided to shoot three fadeaways. Why? Why? Go in there and slam it home. That That's that's dominance. That's dominance. That's, that's showing your will as a post player and as supposedly one of the best bigs in the NBA. Show your dominance, you know? But he's becoming less and less of the force that he was offensively because the... And Gerald, Gerald and other uh, analysts have mentioned this as well. If his mid-range shot isn't falling, then his three-level scoring is impossible because teams will just collapse on him and he's not able to have the space or rhythm to be a love threat or to be able to adjust to the lack of um, spacing. It's, it's difficult. He... he He's not assertive. He never has been. Um, as an alpha, as the number one, he's a good 1B. He's a great 2. Um, but he's not going to be a 1A. He's never going to be a 1. And I think that, unfortunately, I think if you don't trade him either this year or in the summer, I think what's going to happen is I see his athleticism waning a bit. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the same player he is now, a year from now. He's going to be a year older. And I think it's going to be difficult for the Lakers to move him if they decide to do that and get anything of value back. I think you could probably get a first-round pick for him next year. However... Where's that first round pick going to be? Is it going to be the 28th pick? Is it going to be the 29th pick? Is it going to be the 30th pick? It's probably going to be a higher 20s or in the 30s than it would be in the lottery because nobody is going to trade uh, an unprotected lottery pick for either LeBron or AD. Now, we're not moving LeBron, obviously. Gerald Gerald hit the nail on the head uh, until he... Until he eclipses the scoring record, he will remain a Laker. After that, who knows? Like Gerald said, but I, I think that uh, there is there is a lot of um, noise, uh, uh, fire behind the AD uh, rumors. I think that uh, 
his his eyes in the Utah game pregame when you looked at them. He looked dead inside. Actually, he looked like as a basketball player, he had, like there was no spirit there. It was gone. It was like the last bit of it was over and done with. Now maybe it's because he's not used to struggling and being frustrated as he is right now, or maybe it's because every man in that locker room has looked each other in the eye and they know that they're not good enough. I think that's that's the truth. Well, we'll see what happens again, but yeah, very disappointing effort in the second half. Joe, a.k.a. Rob Lowe. You've already been mistaken for Rob Lowe already on the show. <laughs> there you go. He's got another streamlined haircut. What Did you say your barber you've known since 98 or 96? 98. Okay. Yeah, I've gone through a lot of hairstyles. So. <laughs> As I can see. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what I do. <laughs> but I want to ask you this, and I appreciate everyone for joining. Once again, the Lakers fall 114 to 101 to the Clippers. Guys have been amazing in the chat room so far. All these new designs for Joe, all these new fans that I see popping up in the chat room. You are most welcome to join us on the best Lakers chat anywhere you can find it. I will say right now, though, Joe, that I think that there is issues right now that the Lakers need to go ahead and address right now. Okay, if you're not going to go ahead and trade the two picks, at least you could go ahead and make some kind of effort to make some changes because what the Lakers are doing right now is definitely not working. Put what can they do to get more effort? <laughs> effort out good. on the court. Effort They're not going to do court. anything. That's the what problem. can they do? Do you have to blow it up? Okay, my inter- my my impression of AD is a broken man. He's he, I'm, I haven't seen him grimace uh physically he's been missing his mid-range shot that's what's been kind of sucky about that but he hasn't his body language is devastation right now i i don't see an injury issue uh lebron to some degree is there too but he's also nine years older than ad so his body is you can't be playing him 35 minutes. I said this to you guys. This guy has to be playing 27 to 29 minutes a game. Otherwise, you're you're wasting your time. And I, I do like the uh, buying the going to uh, Hank's hardware store and buying the five dollar clearance sale tools. That's a good one, Sean. Because <laughs> I've actually gone to those places, and it's funny because you hear that. Well, buy local and buy small business. And then you go there. They don't have sh- stuff, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying. You guys don't have anything. Uh, same reason why I buy stuff on Amazon. I'm like, I did go to that place. They don't have anything. That's what the Lakers are. They don't have anything. It's I love, over. I it's love the Wreckers. I love the Wreckers. Yeah, don't- it's over. It's over. It's over and done. Uh, they could turn it around, but I think that's the that's the question we should ask ourselves. What, what? could turn it around? Because we know I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I ain't doing jack crap. I'm somewhere in Joe's house. I don't even have a basement, but I'm down there. See, it, it, it's been it's been so we were we finished game eleven. 
So we're about, you know, one-eighth through the season. I think if there was something within the locker room that would change, it would have materialized already, like Joe was saying, but it's not there. You get, it, there there's, no, there's no magic beans. It's, it's not like they're going to wholly become a different team overnight. It's not going to happen. All right. Well, this it's is, worse, uh, guys. Yeah. It's worse because it's not. It's not ta- really all talent based. I've seen worse talent in my life. Worse that didn't lose this bad. You have AD and LeBron and a, a capable Westbrook. It's it. They should not be losing. We we should be one in ten right now or one in nine. Yeah, I mean, I Matt, Matt Ryan saved one game for us. It was pure luck. Like we should be, we should all have one loss. I didn't even think it would be that bad. I actually didn't think it would be that bad in the summer. I thought they'd be. How many games have they played? I've totally forgotten. What is eleven? It? Two and nine. Okay, so they're two and nine. I thought they'd be, you know, maybe five and and, and six or four and seven. Sorry, four and seven. I thought four and seven was. Legit, but it is it is worse than than what we're even watching because there's there's no end in sight, and LeBron and, and AD are not capable of putting a fire in anyone to get them out of this funk. Russell Westbrook is going to play very well this season and hope that he still has uh, a chance at getting a three year, fifteen million dollar a year per contract probably with a winner. I think that's going to be a team now if he's going to do what he's been doing. He's probably going to get, you know, a $15 million contract for a few years on a winning team and try to go chase the title. Uh, AD, AD is, no, uh, we, I think it's, it's solidified at this point that we're not, uh, we are probably not going to see AD uh, anchor the next Laker run. It, uh, this this looks like it's over. Uh, LeBron has done he's done what he's done, guys. LeBron is going to be probably out of the league in about two or three years, uh, and 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 that's it. And he'll he'll be known as the guy that won three titles with three different teams, uh, and three and as 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 a main cog, which is you know never been done before. He's won four titles, but he's won with three different teams and been the Finals MVP in all three. So he's he's done, and then he's gonna, if he can make it, uh, win the scoring title, all time scoring title, and then LeBron can start thinking about his sons and w- wanting to play there. Whether Robin and Jeannie are gonna try to think about the Lakers and what they're supposed to do, until that happens, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. We're just gonna watch losing after losing after losing, and we're gonna be on here entertaining our our people. At least we'll be here entertaining you. And the thing is, you at the expense of the Lakers. And the thing is, you get constantly called out for being negative, negative. Tell us the positives. Tell us what to look forward to. Is there a young star that's on the rise, like last year, like everybody got so into Austin Reeves? No, there are no positives that are really substantial. Lonnie Walker the fourth, he has been a positive this season. He was out with the illness, so that he still had for for his second game now. So. I mean, there's really, it's really hard. Russ off the bench. 
so far that was really good until today where it came back down to he looked more like the Russ that you know has had the issues over the past year and and a half so and he, I mean, I know we constantly get called out for just trying to issue the negatives. We're not trying to issue negatives. We're just calling it like we see it. We're not trying to build you a, a flowery farm full of, of, of green grass and everything's just great and, and just everything's fine and, and, and dandy. No, it's not. It's, it's a really bad team, and it's even worse than what we thought it was going to be. What's really What's really bad is we are in danger of giving a top five pick to someone else. If we weren't in that situation, we would be able to start talking a little <laughs> a little bit of positiveness uh, because then we can look forward to one of the deepest drafts in years and us getting some reinforcements next year. But what's making this even more tragic is that we're in danger of making one of the biggest blunders in Laker history. Imagine if we end up getting the first pick. <laughs> that would, that Imagine would if we get the second pick. Now, I'll be okay if we give them the third pick. I'll, I'll be a little bit better. But Scoot, Wendy Yamba... Those two are killers out there. Those I'm two, you. it's basically John Morant and the next kind of unicorn, right? Yeah. You're talking about a seven-five Dirk yep. Nowitzki, right? Yeah. If you had to, with, with 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 he moves better than Nowitzki. Yeah, you're, you're talking about with athleticism. So, so, so we, we are into the holiday season. So, if Laker fans want a, a positive spin on things, just turn into the Hallmark Movie Channel. Put on a two-hour schmaltzy uh, thing and and enjoy yourself. There's nothing positive about. Well, the positive is you know, like John will get on and then he'll think he's you know he's he'll think he's being funny and then I'll destroy him uh, on a, on a on a kickback. Those are fun things. Those are easy for me. I can do that in my sleep, and it's you know I, people I, like it. I think what what's pressing now, and I I think I speak for a lot of Laker fans, is that. Eventually, Rob Palinka. What's up, going... 69 Mega? Please subscribe, by the way. Go Rob Palinka is going to slink out of whatever rock he's under. Wow. He's a cold-blooded amphibian right now. Yep, absolutely. He can only be found at certain places. Yes. At Joe's house. Uh, he likes to he... visit Joe's house a lot. Yeah, where you know, where's Waldo should be replaced by where's Rob Palinka? No, seriously, um, where is he? Yeah, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? He's not so at the it games. was a road game. It was still at the crypto.com arena. Yeah. I, I he needs he needs to be the face of this, Gerald. It's not Darvin Ham's this isn't Darvin Ham's um matzo ball. This is Rob Palinka's matzo ball. He created the situation. He created the dynamics. He created the personalities. He created now the blowback. There is shrapnel still flying around from what he did two years ago. We still haven't recovered from that. We still have space junk flying on us. And like Joe said, it's this is going to get worse before it gets better. 
I just I just want to prepare Laker fans for that. It's going to get worse before it gets better. This is the way it works. Sometimes in sports, you have dips, and this is a real bad dip. And it's going to last into next year unless the ownership decides that they're going to take a, a direction. Again, what direction are you going in here? You're sucking for the sake of sucking. That makes no sense. It makes no sense from a business point of view and certainly doesn't make sense from a basketball point of view. If you're going to dismantle it, fine, do it. Just just get it over and done with. Uh, you're seeing the body language in AD and LeBron, Gerald, and it looks more and more as if they knew this is going to happen too. And they're resigned to the fact that they just can't do anything about it. That fate is the worst in sports, Gerald. There's nothing worse than not only being in the middle, but you're not in the middle anymore because you suck and you don't have any draft capital. So it, it makes it 10 times worse. Oh, all I can say is that you guys in the Lakers chat are rolling tonight. This is one of your best <laughs> nights ever. I mean, what's going on is the chat room is just got, you got to see it to believe it. You need to be a part of this. Everybody out there that's listening, check us out. We've got the best Lakers chat room that's out there. I mean, who needs to go to Lakers Twitter when we've got the no, best so, Lakers chat room? So, so, so Gerald, uh, Zang, Zanger, Love you, having you back. By the way, Blue Magic is conspicuously missing from from this right now. Well, I don't. I wouldn't blame him. He's probably frustrated right now, like <laughs> yeah. so many other people. BDA. Shout out, shout out to Blue yeah. Magic. But yeah, uh, Zanger, Zanger was saying um, Magic Magic spilled the tea when it came to Rob Palenka, and boy did he ever. And more and more, it's looking more and more like Magic Magic was a prophet. Magic saw this happening. He said. Wow. He said, I was going to give Polinka the title of the of the president of basketball ops. If he had just he had just waited, I was I was going to bow out and give him the reins once but he had to, Gerald, it was something straight out of out of Macbeth. Um Rob Polinka wants to stab magic in the back so he can he can usurp his uh role basically, and squeeze in to uh, the, the bus family dynamic. Oh, he's squeezing all right. That's oh, all he's every, every lap. He's going to get everything. I mean, he's, his extension lasts until 2026. Yeah, but, I, haven't, I haven't heard, by the way, petting my cat. I haven't, I've tried to reach out to Kenneth Stone for, uh, quite a bit over the past few months. I have not heard anything back. I'm hoping to hear back from him again. I know that him and Joe always had a, Back and forth on Russell Westbrook, but uh, I have not. I've tried to reach out. To this him was more that. LeBron than than Westbrook. I thought it was Westbrook. That it was, was just... but it was more LeBron. And I, it's uh, the LeBron thing. I think it confuses a lot of people out there. And we've obviously gotten comments recently about me sucking, which is which is fine. I I, I get it. Um, I, I don't want to listen. Joe's to my... the man. Joe's the I, man. I don't. I don't listen. I don't. I don't. Sometimes I'll watch the show to you know see mistakes that I do, uh, uh, infliction issues, things like that. And after about two minutes in the car, 
I'm like, God, I don't want to listen to myself. <laughs> Turn it off. But he does take the time <laughs> to answer your comments on YouTube. I point him out. Well, what, he... well, here's the thing. The the thing is with with those who have a problem is, and the difference between, I would say, uh, us and and most is, you want to talk some smack? Come see me. <laughs> <laughs> but we want you on the show. We do want you on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Come see me. Come see me. Come talk to me. Tell me what your problem is. But more often than not, they cower away. And that's that's not anything new, guys. This is how my life's always been. Is I'm not saying things because I want to be cool. And I want to be different and some kind of nonconformist. I don't give a flying rat's behind about that crap. I know who I am. I don't need to do that crap. I'm telling you what is there. What whatever we're watching, I'm in inter- I'm telling you what I'm seeing. No one wants the Lakers to win more than me. I'm about winning. I'm obsessed with winning. But when you stink because you're not doing what you're supposed to do to win and you have the talent to do it, maybe not a lot of shooters, maybe not but you you you're not two you're not a two and nine team. You're at least a four or five win team. And it changes the whole situation if you're if you're like that. But the problem is they don't have it here. Their leadership in and around the organization isn't here. Uh coaching at what 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 can a coach do in the NBA these days if the players don't want to do what's supposed to be done? They can't do stuff. NBA coaching is no different than than Major League Baseball. At this point, it's 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 a figurehead. If, if they're only as good as the top-notch player on that team, or the analytics behind it, and we've all seen how the Dodgers have been playing and the A's have played for the last twenty years when it comes to analytics. So you have two different spectrums: the low uh, payroll team that can win during the regular season and then just bottom out at the uh, in the playoffs. Then you have the high-price team that does exactly the same thing. Because there's no thinking, there's no feel, there's no, like, I'm going to do this. There's none of that because we're not teaching these guys to do that. We're teaching them to worry about other things besides what they're doing on the court. We're telling them to represent something that they shouldn't be representing. (laughs) It's like, dude, you guys are freaking professional athletes. Focus on what you're doing. That's what you're good at. It's like me going around and trying to tell somebody at Lowe's, Hey man, you guys need to really figure out a way to fix these boxes over here and make it, you know, like this. The, the lady's gonna look at me, and go, "Who the hell are you?" Even though I'm right, she's like, "You don't work here. You don't know what I gotta deal with over here." So we're 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 in we're in an abyss. It's an abyss. It's a black hole. They're not trading anybody. They're not trading draft picks. They don't want any extended contract. What the hell are we going to do then? LeBron and AD are capable of inspiring this team. Darvin Ham can't. Rob Rob is at my house. And Jeannie is sitting there like she's at the opera. What What the hell is this, man? What happened? No, man. I, I I don't know what to do anymore, man. I'm I'm just gonna try to watch every game and comment on what I see during that game and rehash a hundred different things and maybe do it in a different way so that people don't get bored. 
So, so Richard had a good question. He asked us, did the Lakers overpay LeBron? And I would say the answer to that is no. No, you got your championship out of it. Uh, again, I know you guys argue with me on the AD trade, and I would do the AD trade 100 times out of 100 times because you got your championship. But, yeah. you know, the Westbrook trade is the first thing. We all agree that the Westbrook trade is absolute mistake. That's where it started. Yes, but LeBron, you bringing LeBron here, he brought us a championship. AD, trading yes. for AD brought us a championship. But there is a residual effect if those guys do not stay at the level they're at, if they do not stay healthy for the and continue the level that they're at, and if you have, even with a depleted number of assets, a general manager capable of working around that to build a decent roster. Unfortunately, all three of these things have happened where LeBron's health, AD's health have both deteriorated. And also the fact that Rob Palinka, you know, it, it's starting to see as far as the all the mistakes that are coming out, the things that his weaknesses are all starting to show up. The fact that he just cannot evaluate talent very well. So he can't build you a team with limited assets like we're doing right now. Yeah, no, he, he, if you, if you look at his resume, he's jettisoned a lot of all-stars. He's jettisoned a lot of all-stars out of the Lakers facility, more so than he's brought in. I think that this extension was a huge mistake. You could still right the wrong here and fire him. Um, That's what I wish they would do. Just fire him. Unfortunately, that would probably mean that collateral damage is Darvin Ham, and he probably only gets a year left as a lame duck head coach. And then we bring in a new coach and we have a, a new um, front office. But I, I just think that's the way to go here. If you're going to go scorched earth, then scorch it, baby. Right yeah, down, right down, right down to the studs. Just get rid of everything if you're going to do that way. But, Gerald, that's what's frustrating us. Joe just mentioned it. I'm mentioning it. You're mentioning it. There's no direction here. What, what the f- What are you doing? Say it, Sean. <laughs> uh, no, don't did. say it, Sean. I almost <laughs> did. In your I caught heart. My, I, I caught myself, Joe. Save it for the, uh, save it yes. for the watch party. Hey, don't yes, tell us I what will. to do, all right? I will. <laughs> but... Be, be beyond even beyond it's as Joe is saying to see a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James be two and nine is borderline incomprehensible. It truly is, but that's where we are. Um, I think what basically um, fishtailed this season was the Portland game that that fishtailed the whole thing. That that's kind of uh Hey girls four, can you can you subscribe while you're here? No, uh, so I have to ban it's you. It's a bot, Twitter. man. I know it's a bot, man. They don't know how to subscribe. They just know how to. Well, kinky you winky. know, I'm just trying to say. They're subscribe. just looking for kinky winkies. Yeah, I know they're kinky winkies, but you so know. so basically, Gerald. Or, or what did Laker Tom say the other day? Weenie waggers. Weenie yeah, wagging. I, yeah, that's good. Yeah, weenie wagging. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, um, frankly speaking, drilled. We like people criticize Jim Buss 
for his own analytics. Remember that? Jim said he had his own analytics. He, he used great them so st- far. Yes. And Polinka hasn't said that, but it's almost as if he's got this um, basically just as banal, plain vanilla viewpoint of NBA talent. It's it's not as if he he can speak in depth about what we need and why we need it. It's not brain surgery. You surround LeBron James with shooters. You try and surround somebody like AD with a couple of really good perimeter defenders. And he decided to basically throw that all away. I'm just going to I'm just going to toss it in the garbage and start over. And now we're here. And I want him fired. I want I want his ass gone. He is he is he is a pimple on the ass of Lakers fans. That's what Rob Polinka is. He's a pimple on our collective asses. Why'd you just say he's a hemorrhoid? I don't know. I, I've never experienced a hemorrhoid, well, so I'm genie. not going to go there. That's that, genie. Okay. All right. We're we're reaching the lower. <laughs> and John's that loose. That was Gerald. That and was John, Gerald, ladies and gentlemen. And John's that loose hair that falls out. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is going off the rails. Oh, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers did lose one fourteen to one hundred and one. Oh, Joe Soros here, <laughs> aka Ox nineteen forty seven. Also, Sean Grice, a.k.a. The Magic Man. I'm Gerald Glassford. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Our chat has been going off the rails tonight. (laughs) I think it's the best showing ever by the chat. Chat, you really had a lot to live up to, and tonight you've done it. You've done an outstanding job. I'm telling you, I don't have any need to go to Lakers Twitter for cheering me up tonight. So there you go. Absolutely appreciate it. Uh, you know, Howard Hill, you just come right there. Genius move by Palenka to blow up the championship team and make each successive team ex- exponentially worse. You're right. <laughs> Sovereign, oh my gosh, you guys are bad. <laughs> Sovereign with the comment of the night. <laughs> yeah, and, and John says uh, he's flattered that Joe views him in that way. Oh my gosh, you got to find some humor in what they're doing right here. Uh, because... uh, you know, we can, if we didn't laugh about this, Gerald, we cry. So, uh, I mean, this is great. Well, I thought Tom, it's bad. It's really I, bad. It guys. is really I, bad. And I thought Tom was on the verge of tears tonight in our watch party, which, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yeah. it's as bad as I've, I've ever seen it. And we already saw the 22 season already. So you uh, don't knew, think at all they can get in, in the next by the end of November that they can actually get any just five hundred of the next uh, nine or so games? No, man, it's a, the, the, the the definition of insanity I'm is sorry, doing eight this, games or so. Eight the games. definition eight of insanity games, is doing that same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We're literally watching every game, and it's the same script. Because this watching. is supposed to be, if you look on the schedule, this will be upcoming, the next four games, the and easiest what is, what is four games of the year. Stuff? It's the cupcake part. Who puts this stuff together? Is this like when people were going to go to Area 51? Who, who's putting, who, who's going to go protest? Where, outside the crypto arena? What are you going to do? 
No, no, we won't go. Hell no, we won't go. What, what are you going to say? Get Linda out of there or we're not going to leave? Like, what, what, what do you mean protest? This is not real life. This is an entertainment show. What, who's going to, seriously, who, who's, what are you going to do? What's Jeannie going to do? Oh, you know what, Linda? They're outside. They got pitchforks. You're out. I'm sorry. You're going to have to go out. Like, what, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. Uh, oh, it, it, I, I want to mention to John on our watch parties, just to let you know, just to hit me. We talked about it earlier. I don't think there's an audience cap on it. Uh, uh, we were talking about one of the only other Lakers uh, watch party on the playback.tv mm-hmm. getting about five, 600 viewers. So seems like it's been an okay platform for us. We like what we saw. So go yes, ahead. we go did. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. It's, it's not uh, the, the, the word is out that they're not going to do anything. So how is it going to change? It's not going to change. No. Uh, it would have to be some kind of miracle where AD and, and LeBron uh, find their third act in a up, you know, one of those films where the guy's downtrodden and all of a sudden he he comes out of the water and his, somebody grabs him by the hand and the music turns on and and then he saves <laughs> the ship. And he has that defining moment, like "Get off my plane!" Like you know, you're 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 inspired at that point. It's it's this is real life. LeBron James is in his twentieth season, and Father Time will never be defeated. Uh, cute commercials, but he's not gonna. He's it's, he's a human being, people. He's gonna go out at some point. AD, AD is mentally done with this team. I bet you if you traded him to Miami for a few oh. picks, he will, you will see AD 2020 right away because guess who's sitting up in that office? He can get your ass going. Yeah. In I his mean, 70s. He, if, if he sniffs the possibility that AD is available, you bet your ass. He'll be all over that. They'll send us Jimmy Neutron and Kyler Hero, whatever the hell they have over there they want to get rid of, and they'll send us a four or five pick package, and they'll go win a championship with him. And Let me just uh, go ahead and say it wasn't, a, uh, it wasn't a foot injury. I just want to alert everyone out there. Uh, according gro- to Dave Med- yeah, it was a groin. It was a left groin injury on Thursday. So we all yeah, know I'm, and all remember what happened the last time he had a groin injury. Yeah, I pulled so. my groin too watching the, this team today. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to get medical imaging on his left groin injury on and John Thursday. John was pulling his own groin while he was watching oh, the game. So, so when, they, when they do the medical imaging, they'll, find, they'll discover he does have a pair of testes. But uh, for some reason... We can't collectively get we, 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 guys. We, we, we've gone from groin injuries to hemorrhoids. Imagine, to, yeah. imagine saying this on Laker Nation or Spectre Sportsnet. Yeah, well, you know, groin it, yeah. The well, Joe, what happened today? Uh, so, no balls. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably <laughs> probably probably sim for for a week to ten days, probably. That that's what he's going to need. Um, they suck. They really do. I've only had one, but they really do suck. When he um, sat too, by the way, that's when the all kind of 
when he sat, it was bad. When how? Yeah. When bedlam? It was bedlam. bedlam. Yeah. When LeBron sat, it was it was goodbye, Susie, and it was it was and Jennifer so and everyone. If, if if LeBron's out for a week to ten days, I mean, kiss five hundred in November goodbye, Gerald. Well, I said four wins. So right. Yes. Four and okay. Six. All right. Okay. <laughs> Again, this Fair is enough. the easiest homestand of the season that the Lakers will have over the next four games at home. It doesn't get any easier. So I think if we're going to get right in any way, shape, or form, it's got to be now. Do I have faith or confidence in that? Absolutely not. But do I hope for that? Maybe because, again, the next four games are going to be against teams you will all have a chance against unless unless LeBron's groin injury and they do the imaging on it is something much more serious like we saw from him just before what happened in the 2020 season. Yeah, yeah, LeBron, you got one ball left. (laughs) All right, that's way too much information right there for you. It, it can be serious, but he, yeah, he, no, he, Gerald. If um, if he plays with any kind of injury in 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 that area, it could potentially be the end of his career. It um, for for high performance athletes, any any injury to to a, a non vascular region is devastating. Bo well, Jackson. You saw what happened last time he'd had yes, this injury in twenty eighteen. Yes. Yes, it was. It was. It was almost. It, it was almost um, career-ending. Yeah, he said it was Christmas of 2018, if I remember. Yes, correctly. yes. He 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 thought for sure he had torn it, and and that was it. He was done. You heard a pop. He did. That's what he said. Um, but he uh, according pop, to the Louise gold, Louise gold pop. <laughs> so according to the reports here, he, the, there was nothing like that. But again, the, and they linger, Gerald. They, these kind of injuries, any any lower extremity injury, they can linger. Your foot, your ankle, your knee, your hips. They they, you know, some of these areas are non are I, and people need to understand are non vascular. They don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of blood supply, and it takes longer for the injury to heal. So if 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 he's out one to two weeks. He comes back. He re, he re injures it. Guess what, Joe? They're probably going to shelf shelf him for the year. Yeah. Well, if he if he re if he re injures this this he's done for the year. I, I I can almost see it happening. Which would mean that he would not be able to get his beloved scoring record. And you know, did John Sally that, say that today that he's not getting the record? John Sally said that today. Period or ever. Yeah, I don't know. He said something like that, apparently. This year, the season, I, I don't know. I, I think he is. I I don't think you're going to. I like Sally. Yeah. We need uh, sorry, Maury Sally. Povich to find out. Okay. Well, uh, be that as let's, it may. Let's, let's... <laughs> no, Dr. Oz. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Uh, there's Dr. Oz right there, a.k.a. Joe Soro, Ox1947. You can catch him at LakersBall.com. Plus, I'm also, not Turkish. Oh, okay. Well, plus, also, he is... Too much tantric. You know what? Leave me them Oz. Sovereign, you are Wait, a You said you are Dr. Oz. I thought you said you were Dr. Oz. Never so, mind. So, Sovereign, I haven't seen you before in the chat. You are an amazing 
amazing commenter. He's been here for what a did Sovereign say the first time yes. he came on? Well, I don't. I maybe I didn't recognize his avatar. I think oh, that's I do. changed. I do because it's all behind me here in three different spots. But I will just say right now that, again, if you have any thoughts out there on the Lakers, please, our chat room is a great place to go ahead and vent your frustrations out right there for you here at the Lakers Fast Break. Also as well, Lakerholics.com, Lakersball.com. Of course, here in the, on the YouTube page, you can always go ahead and share your comments on us, the Lakers, anything you want, and you usually do. Go right here, especially if you can. On the YouTube page, subscribe while you're there, please. We truly appreciate it, and it immensely helps us out as far as being on those algorithms so other great Lakers fans can go ahead and catch us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, also as well, you can go ahead and send us the good old-fashioned email, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, and we're on that Twitter. Hopefully, if it goes behind a paywall, that's up for debate, but, you know, as long as it's free, you know, that sounds good. We'll go sales stay for day on it free, you know, so, free of charge at Lakers Fast Break at Joe Soro 5 on Twitter as well. Go ahead, Sean. So, yeah, so Gerald um, 69 Vegas back. Sorry, still not so, subscribing. As as far as um, as hosting, Gerald, um, if you could take that hat off and put your fan hat on, please. How do you feel about what you're seeing? Because we haven't really heard from you. Oh, it's a bleep show. It's a bleep show, and it's something that could have been prevented. Something that, you know, I know we are all blowhards. We don't know this. We don't know that. And, we, and you hear us complaining all the time. But the thing is, we see and talk about the Lakers all year around. So we see these things. If you take a step back and see this thing objectively, which I always try to do here at the Lakers Fast Break, we yeah. actually go ahead and and take, I, at least I do, I know Laker Tom bleeds purple and gold just like I do, but he sees things purple and gold. So, you know, now that he's starting to see how bad this is, he truly understands. But I've always tried to do and see it from the perspective of a talent evaluator. Like the, like if I was working the front office, how would I evaluate the team? How the pieces, do they fit? Do they work well the, with each other? How is the defense laid out? Hey, you know, who, what's your back line of defense? What's your front line of defense? Do you have a transition game? You know, these are the things I ask myself when I look at this roster and how well it's constructed or if it's in the process of constructing it. And right now, again, I've said this for last season, even when Joe, before Joe came on the air, I was saying this. This is a poorly constructed team that you could see, you know, bad things happening a mile away. I didn't think it would get this bad because I picked the Lakers to finish 10th and I was the worst one among us as far as the, the positions go. You guys picked them all to be 8th or ninth, but still, this is even worse than I expected because of the fact that the team has absolutely no talent beyond LeBron and AD and that's a very sad thing. It's a very sad thing indeed. Yes. I, know that, I know the comment was mentioned on a podcast today on the Hoop Collective and it actually was a, a good episode because they talked about what was going on with possible expansion, but also they talked a little about the Lakers and their ownership as far as uh, the different, uh, you know, how it's dealt out as far as money being dealt out, but also as well, the prospect if they or another team sold their, their team right now, what would they be getting or what they you know, the, the kind of offers they could feel. But one of the things that was mentioned as far as, uh, you know, the, the teams, as far as how you evaluate is just how poorly that this team has been, you know, constructed over the past two seasons. 
and there's only one person really that you could go ahead and and point out to normally just go right to the gm and go right to the vp and say you know what you guys have got to be gone but the problem is this is a top down organizational fault this is from the blame goes everywhere the blame obviously needs to go higher at the top because those are the individuals that said yes, and that includes Jeannie Buss and also Rob Palenka. But as well, this goes all over. The blame should go all over, but the most of the blame starts right at that front office right there. Yes. I mean, at, at this point in time, Gerald, I, I believe the, the GM seat in the Lakers facility. I agree on that, John. I agree, John. I think I could build a fantasy roster better than this. Because he he hasn't he hasn't appointed a GM either. This is this is another strange. Well, he little, was the GM, and then he became he, the VP. Yes, he was. But but normally in 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 a structure of that, the front office, if there's a president of basketball ops, there's normally a GM. Like for example, the Toronto Raptors, Masai Jerry is the top down president, but Bobby Wagner is his GM. Bobby Wagner is the the face in the press conferences and talking to the media um in um new york you have worldwide west and you also have i believe steve perry is still the gm so so yeah so perry's the one who usually is is uh talking to the media going over the waiver wire you know he answers to worldwide west and west is the the president for for some reason Rob does not want to appoint a GM and Gerald I'm just, I'm just going to go back to what Magic said. I think I think it's an insecurity issue with Polinka. I think I think he he worries that if he if he has a, a person with who he thinks is of equal or maybe better talent evaluator that that might threaten his position within the within the organization and that's why i think that chair is empty well it he's actually both right like, like you said vice president and general manager of the los angeles lakers uh, it's just basically a lot of the blame should be fielded by him yes it's a top-down organizational issue top-down organizational blame but most of the blame goes on those top levels for constructing a poor roster for genie saying yes to this poor roster I mean, she's been involved with this team enough years now. I understand that she passes the buck off as far as the major decisions and trusts a lot of what what the front office is supposed to be doing. But, you know, she's been involved with the team enough years now. In fact, she's been behind the scenes involved with Lakers as an organization for decades now. At some point, you've got to take accountability because it's not like she's, uh, you know, like Senator Herb Cole of the Bucks or – uh, you know, somebody else that has a whole bunch of other things on their plate that they have to mm-hmm. deal with. With the with the buses, the Lakers are it. It's it. It's the only thing. That's all they have as far as what they do, as far as monetary, okay, maybe some real estate stuff on the side. But most of the stuff of what they make is from the Lakers. Yes. So if yes. your investment and sole focus is mostly on the Lakers, you should be able to go ahead and concentrate and focus on getting the right people that will create a good product or at least second guess them when you see it start to fall apart way beforehand instead of just silently, or we don't know behind the scenes, but obviously not loud enough, 
making changes to make better things happen for this organization. That's where I sit on it. So you ask me my thoughts, and there you go. Otherwise, I would be probably just puking off camera, just like I talked about with you earlier. So, because this is just gross. This is just awful. This is just idiocy at its finest. And I'm just not happy about it. I feel bad and ashamed for Lakers fans. You know, I know we are sometimes called spoiled, I know we sometimes call privileged. 17 world championships does that to people that they that they almost feel like they have a right to be fielded a competitive team but the thing is the fact is that the lakers have a long history of fielding very competitive teams and it's clear right now that you know the 2020 was a very lucky situation where everything came together at once and it's looking like that was a one-time thing as long as this general manager slash vice president slash whole detail front office stays in together that this is going to be a one-time thing as far as a championship, unless something major is done at the top of this organization. Absolutely, Gerald. I mean, you and I both have a saying, uh, nepotism runs deep with this yeah. organization. And like, that's a problem right there in and of itself. That yeah. is a problem. Yeah, um, amongst all the myriad of other problems, Gerald's correct. That's that's another one that these people unfortunately can't get out of their own way. When it, you know, she's admittedly and, and you said, "You cannot tell me, you cannot tell me she's worked for the Lakers for what four forty decades? years, four yeah. decades, and tells me that she knows nothing about basketball." Yeah, no. That, that, that's excuse that. flies out the window. And I don't hear it because she's a woman or anything like that. Don't tell nope. me about that. Okay, Becky Hammond is one of the greatest minds out there in basketball right now. She took a Las Vegas team and took them all the way to the championship in her first year. People could see the kind of talent this individual has. She could go in the NBA and probably feel, you know, coach a good team in the NBA. So don't tell me about this, you know, fact that she's a woman or anything. I don't want to hear no. that. Because I think no, it's a bunch I'm... of bull. It's a bunch of bull. The fact is she's been there for four decades. She should know somewhat about the product that goes on the court and know well enough about who is constructing this product is doing a really bad job. But yet she gave an extension to this guy before the season started, which totally yeah. blew my mind. I, I've, I've never seen that before. You, you're, you're basically inefficient at every, every aspect of your job. You're, you're subpar in every aspect of your job for two years. Not just one, for two. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light have an agreement with a group of hags who call themselves the Hourglass Coven. You see, they can come and go into the Witchlight Carnival as they please to steal from naughty patrons. But what happens when those patrons come back years later looking for those lost things? Find out as Wizards and Wine takes on the wild beyond the Witchlight. Two tables playing through the same adventure. One table more thoughtful 
kind, and bold in their actions. The other table, more decisive, more adventurous, a little more prone to taking risks. The actions of each table influences the gameplay of the other. Find out how it all shakes out with Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the witchlight. You can catch the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, and you can catch the live stream on Mondays. Find us on YouTube and Facebook. We hope to see you at the carnival very soon. Hey, hey, let me ask you this, Joe, and let me ask you this, Sean. Okay, let's say, Joe, you've been working around landscaping and lawns and artificial lawns for, you know, let's say you're just in and around it. Let's say you, your father gave it to you as a business and you were just in and around it, right? you know, just working behind the scenes. Maybe after about three or four decades, you might know something about artificial lawns. Yes. You? Yes. Yes. Just by she, just by osmosis, just by yes. the fact that you're near it every single day. That's correct, Gerald. No, she's not. It doesn't matter if she's around it. She has no idea how to run a basketball team. You, 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 she's uh, been there for four decades, and you're saying and, she has no idea how to run she a was, She was selling tickets for the circus or whatever the hell. Lions jumping through hoops. What, what does she know about running a Lakers? But she's been with the Lakers, the end of it. She stopped running the Forum a long yeah. time ago, Joe. She's been yeah. running, running the, running the Forum. Uh, look, this is a this is not a feelings business. She doesn't okay? run the Staples Center. They don't she, own the Staples She Staple runs Center. off her no, feelings. No, that's true. They don't either. She runs off her feelings. What I'm just puzzled at is she got a used car salesman to run the team. A guy that Kobe apparently liked. Which is still puzzling to me. His agent. I can't agent. figure out how the hell Colby put up with this guy. I mean, did did Rob play play a fake for twenty plus years? <laughs> I told you that matriarch story is legit. When the matriarch or the patriarch passes away, and in this case, Colby's like that, right? The real people come out. The aunts, the uncles, the cousins, because now they don't have to answer to that leader rob turned into who we really was when when kobe passed away because that's the only thing that makes sense in this you, you know would... some you know something joe rob rob polinka has a dangerous combination man he's both he's both cunning and conniving i'm just gonna say this because i know it's going all over the chat back and forth if i was in charge of a six to seven billion dollar property. If she put it on the market right now, the sixty six percent that she owns of it, or that the buses own of it, I'm sorry, the buses yep. own of it, could probably be worth up to six to seven billion dollars for that sixty six percent. Wow! You wouldn't tell me you want to wouldn't invest the hours to go ahead and know more about the product that you're responsible for. Some people for? are better as number twos. Like, that, that's worth six to seven billion dollars. Some people so, are better as number twos. In her case, she'd be a number eight. Honestly, it's it doesn't matter if she's been in around it. She doesn't so, know what she's doing. So, so uh, I was just uh, off, and off neither the did Jim Bus. Jim Bus no. was a buffoon. Yeah. Jim Bus, his legacy is uh, Mozgov and Dang. What mm. analytics told you to go get those guys? For eighteen million a piece, I, I just I just paid attention to the first letters of analytics. That's what got him those players. 
because that's what I think of when I see the, that trend, those transactions. It's it's a you have these second generational types lineage uh, who can't live up to the greatest owner of the last forty to fifty years. Yeah, and then uh, uh, I just good one, Sovereign. Good so, one, Sovereign. So this is this is directed at Mr. Alan Pino, who said there's a lot of whining here. No, 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 no. This is this isn't whining, Alan. This is real. Just tell talk. it like it is. This is real talk. That's what whine. this is. This is we. I, I don't want. I, I don't whine either, sir. I don't whine either. I like beer. I too. craft beer. But um, this this is not whining. This is what reality looks that like. That is Rob Lowe right over there. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Yeah. So I didn't know we were in the presence of so Rob Lowe. The, there, there's a there's a great there's a great line in Platoon where um <laughs> he's got a bottle of JD in his hands and he goes, You guys take drugs to escape reality. I don't need to escape reality. I am reality. And that's what this show is. We are reality. We live in the real world. We see what's going on. Joe and Gerald um, are six, have been successful at what they do because they see opportunity when they see it. And they see a pitfall when they see it. And they, they're seeing pitfalls. And I see a pitfall. And Howard sees one, and Zanger does, and Blue Magic, and Sovereign. We all seeing the same thing. Might be so many of wearing, us in the chat. Might be wearing different glasses, but we're all seeing the same thing. Yeah, it just I appreciate so much the chat. You know, you guys have been awesome, and I'm just going to tell you right now. To me, it just it boggles my mind. If I was in charge of a six to seven billion dollar property. For decades now, not Gerald working on. Now it. we're working on the four. No, I wouldn't sell yet. <laughs> I'd wait for the new TV deal and see what happens then. But the forum, you know, you you give me that line about the forum, Joe. She stopped doing that decades ago. Oh, she should have stayed there. Well, they don't own the forum anymore. The, Remember, when, Steve Ballmer. Ball Ballmer owns it. That's right. Yeah. Well, should, I, until he go got back sick, there. It, was, it was Harry. It was Harry's house. Harry Styles' house. You know. Yeah. She, should go, uh, she should go. Tweet. She should go tweet her feelings or something. I don't know what 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 her purpose is really. And Rob Rob Palenka, how did that meeting go? Rob, you've done a terrible job. Everyone hates you. You don't even show your face anywhere. Here's an extension to 2026. Oh my God. What? I mean, could we could we use a microcosm any more than that in terms of current society's mediocrity? Yeah. <laughs> we reward trash because it makes you feel good. Because everything needs to be the same. It's not fair. All that nice stuff that people want to feel. But in the end, you suck. <laughs> you know? And... You want to call it whining? Yeah, go ahead and call it whining. I'm talking about what you're doing. Yeah, and what I don't you're hear... doing is sucking. I don't want to hear the. Stuff I didn't about... do anything. You didn't do anything. Sean didn't do anything. It's you. You suck at your job, and the results are right there. 
I don't need to make up anything. I don't need to have feelings about it. It's what it is. And it's happening every other day, every two days, every three days. I mean, these guys have had every opportunity to be prepared for the next game, whether it's three days off, four days off, two days off, back-to-backs, no rhythm, no winning at home, no winning on the road. What the hell do you want us to say? They haven't done jack about anything. Fix something. You, you Fix knew it. he couldn't help it. You knew he couldn't help it. Well, that, that is what Paige and Plant called emphasis. Come on. It's a ridiculous that you would even – It's emphasis. It's, it's not it, – again, we, we've, I've had this discussion about whining versus complaining, right? It's, just, it's, it's like, okay, um, if, if somebody keeps crapping on my yard, okay, <laughs> their dog, right? And I go out there and I'm like, God dang it, everyone keeps crapping on my yard. <laughs> Someone's going to look at that and go, why do you keep whining? Just pick it up and throw it away. <laughs> right? Right. And then you'll look at them like, what are you talking about? I don't want to pick up somebody else's crap. This is what this is. It's crap. Yes. And no one's picking it up except us and putting some kind of comedy behind it, I guess. I don't know. What is that movie that they – what was that movie with Jack Black and uh... – oh, my God, my memory is so bad. I've got so much going on. Ben Stiller. It was called Envy. Remember, they made that uh, that that solution that made the the crap disappear. No, don't, well, they also never made saw Tropic that one Thunder show. together. But yeah, you know, Tropic yeah. Thunder was probably a better movie that they both yeah. started. What does that have to yes. do with what I'm talking about? Well, you said Ben Stiller and Jack Black. That's the yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Envy, not Tropic Thunder. I know the difference. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'm trying to make a point here. Well, I was trying to tell you a better movie that they were in. That's one of the greatest comedies ever made. That, that that's not the same. I'm talking about the guy making a solution that took away crap. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we find that solution on here? No, there's no magic genie. There's we can no, spray it in the no crypto.com. I thought the dot com names were gone in the nineties. When I first heard that, guys, the the, the the writing the writing has been on the wall. It's been writing it for the last year. Everybody's acting surprised. It's it's not a surprise. These guys are just a joke. And let let the Spectrum people and let Laker Nation uh, keep thinking about nice little bluebirds and redbirds and flowers and all that because in the end, like Sovereign says, they've gone full and you never go full Well, I, I, I hats off to Luca. That's a, he, that's a quote. I'm not. I'm not. That's not yeah. No. Name. No. Look. Okay. Luca, Luca's got a great quote. About sums it up. The the team is not crap, but this is what happens when you made a situation where everything needs to be perfect in order to work, and life Luca, says it never works that number way. Number three through fifteen is crap. It, it is, crap. is crap. It is. It is. It crap. is. Stop saying no. Because it oh, is. we can find it, some. Maybe if Vaughn Walker does this, or maybe if Austin Reeves does this, or maybe. They're bad. Poor players. Austin Reeves. You know, <laughs> this guy didn't even get drafted. He has a, a great rookie season. Everybody and, and, gives him, like, every you know, anoints him. And I'm like, guys, this guy's an eighth player on a team. Well, can you leave him alone? Let him develop a little bit? As I always said, you know, is Austin Reeves going to develop into a rotational player on a good NBA team? The answer right now yeah, is Yeah, in like no. three or four years. Not now. 
maybe in three or four years if he develops a jump shot. It took Alex Caruso a, a solid two and a half years before he was fully, fully comfortable in his role in the NBA. So, it, it, you know, if we're putting those standards on Austin Reeves, Joe's right. It's a player like that. You need to put him at the end of the bench. He's the 12th to 15th guy. And you develop him for th- for three years to see what you have. But throwing him, you know, baptismal by fire didn't work. Poor guy. This is this guy is supposed to be enjoying his second season and develop and not have to stress about people. Oh, Austin Reeves can't shoot. He's I'm the like, next Alice Caruso. That's the all guy. The guy. The guy yeah. made it. The guy made it on this team. He made it. He made the team and. Yeah. Playing his rear end off, he's, he's not. He's he's not even like a very good player. He's just a, a, a average player right now. But he's playing major minutes on a team. Yeah, and because it, there's no one else that'll there's play. There's no one else. There's no one else that can play. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Rob, Rob, Rob told Darvin Ham. You know, Darvin. You know what I think is a really great idea. You know what we should do. We should play Kendrick Nunn thirty-five to forty minutes a night. Because we need to showcase him off for a trade. Well, that's what I said earlier in the chat. That's the reason yeah. why that they're doing it. The, 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 this is the mind of Rob Polinka. Let's let's play Kendrick Nunn 40 minutes. By the way, his it, it, it looks as though he has no athleticism left in his body whatsoever. Howard, I think you and I can help right now if we went down there. And yeah, Mello would play. help, Howard. Mello would help because he can actually shoot the three. Yeah, absolutely. Can't still play defense, though, unfortunately. But he can hit the long, three. Long since over. So, yeah. But I will say it's been a great conversation. You guys in the chat room have been awesome. Uh, everyone in the chat room involved from Zangerstein, Seth. We you just know, have the best people, Gerald. We really do. Schroeder is coming back. Uh, it's still a question of uh, probably another week or two because of the fact he did have the injury. Oh, look, we got another bot out there. The thing, the reason why I may be hesitant on getting bots is because we just are trying to grow subscribers. We're still a small can, can, little entity, and, can, and I, I don't know if I want to shut it off to subscribers only as of yet, but that was a great point, Zangerstein. Great, very great point. So go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, Gerald, since we're DAS booting the season, can't we just DAS boot Schroeder back to Germany, please? I mean, we yeah. don't need this again. Well, again, he might be able to give us some minutes off the bench, but yeah, he's still uh, he's not the answer. He's not the answer. No, there's no answer. No, no, there's <laughs> there's no answer. There's no answer here. This is this is a, a question no one asked. Why That's the, so sure on that one. <laughs> well, but, uh, why why are the Lakers two and nine? It's like asking why is a Raven like a writing desk? There's there's just no concise, clear answer. It makes no sense. Ladies and gentlemen out there, sucking for sucking's sake, whether whether it's sports, whether it's martial arts, whether it's painting, whether it's card racing, makes no sense. If you have an inferior product, what you need to do is cut your losses, figure out what needs to happen to move forward, or... If you have depreciating assets, you have to take the loss and deal with it that way. Joe Joe said it a while ago. He said that he said that 
indecision is a decision. I agree 100%. I've often often said that myself. Indecision is a decision. Uh, and it's I, I the, agree. And, it, and it's the wrong one in this case. Because just, just sitting on your, your tuffet here is accomplishing nothing. The, the players are miserable. We can see it. We're not dumb. We can see that they are miserable. And Gerald, you can see Darvin Ham is miserable. He, he's got to be completely frustrated watching this. Uh, I can't imagine how many um, uh, Tums that he's consuming on a daily basis just to stop the acid reflux. Honestly. Well, Zangerstein has a, a great point as far as uh, just saying that how good the Lakers were in the Schroeder year. You know, obviously, you know, what happened with the playoffs notwithstanding, you know, with AD getting injured and many of us here think that the Lakers would have ended up winning that series, but we'll never know now. And now that LeBron has uh, reportedly had another groin injury, which is going to get some digital imaging done tomorrow. So we'll see the extent of it. He could be out several weeks. So uh, this situation is going from bad to worse here with the Lakers. It is not getting better. We're not going to go ahead and sugarcoat it for you. You know, if if you want to go somewhere else, Lakers Nation, or you want to go to anywhere else that tries to go ahead and tell you lies and tell you sh- you're sugarcoating it and telling you things that are not really happening, uh, you know, I, this I, isn't, I, this I isn't pray for the, you then. But, yeah, you know, this this isn't is, the, we're going to tell you like it is here at the Lakers Fast Break. 100%. This isn't the Peter Pan and Pinocchio podcast. This is the real life. What we're seeing is what you get podcast. And what we're seeing right now is, you know, just a clown emoji, really. I mean, if you want to put the crap one beside it, you could do that one too. But it just seems like we're we're devolving from a clown show into a crap show. And there's, there's, Gerald, there's no good way out of a crap show. Not right now. Never. Never. It's always messy. Well, it's going to continue to get messy, but we'll see on Friday night. The game against Sacramento from the Crypt will be at 7.30. We'll be on at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Sean, you mentioned that you and Joe tomorrow want to talk a little bit about some Lakers history, maybe changing the subject to something a little bit better and more pleasing aesthetically to talk about. Everybody's welcome to join tomorrow night, but you guys want to go ahead and talk about some Laker history 101, I think is what I remember. Yes, sir. Um, uh, you know, this will be our um, our very first Lakers history podcast, Gerald. I'm pretty pumped about it. Thank you again for uh, the opportunity. And um, our first episode is uh, Magic Pulling a Power Move. This was uh, a seminal moment in the history of the Lakers. It was a seminal moment in the history of Dr. Buss's new found ownership of the Lakers. And it's going to tell uh, a woven tale. I, I, I'm really excited about this. Um, it, it was the start of a lot of different things. It was the start of the the very, It was the tale of the very first NBA superstar who asked for a trade. Well, that'll be a, definitely a great story to talk about. I know both you and Joe. We're going to touch on some Laker history on tomorrow's show. We'll go for 
a little while there tomorrow, but truly appreciate everyone watching and listening. You guys in the chat room, you're the best. You're the best out there. So uh, I will say that. Uh, Just Zangerstein, go ham, right, Sovereign? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zangerstein, I, you know, I'm going to tell you right now that if, if it does get worse with the bots, I probably will go to subscriber only, but I don't want to as of yet because we're still kind of a little small entity out there in Lakers land, but we're getting larger. We're growing day by day, and you can help us grow by subscribing right there on YouTube or going ahead and subscribing us to wherever you get your podcasts. Howard Hill says, thanks, guys. Informative and entertaining and genuine emotion. Love how you include us. I'm trying our best. Uh, you know, Zangerstein said, the Real Talk podcast, absolutely. We try our best to go ahead and do so. I will say that right now we are just truly thankful and blessed to have such a great chat room with you guys right here at the Lakers Fast Break. You know, Joe's already right there. Very happy. Yes. Any yeah, last no, thoughts, Joe, before we I, head on out? I just want to say, Joe, it's, 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 it, it is humbling that uh, we have so many uh, people by the day, it seems, um, coming in. New faces uh, every in, time in, out. Engaging, engaging with us. We love engaging with, with, uh, with you guys and, um, you know, just – just all the best and hopefully keep coming back because we're not going to stop talking the truth here. This is not the podcast for the meek, the mild. This is or, for or the real fan. Yes. We're, we're really the only ones doing this. Seemingly. Is, there, is every, seriously, is everyone i listen to i listen to a couple of the yes. lakers shows locked on lakers is okay the the you know the kamenitsky brothers I, I, they're okay they got a good banter back and forth uh, and they do touch a little bit on you know as far as some criticisms here and there but they they try to you know dance around the tulips a little bit you know the mm-hmm. guys in the lakers film room because two of them are compensated by lakers or lakers related media can't say anything really too extensively bad because you know again payola right there for you i think the probably the one that everybody points to is anthony Irwin's show i think that he's the only one that really goes off but he goes off the chain so much and sometimes he's just you know it's just some people just get turned off by him so maybe we're we're that right in that middle right and the lakers nation is uh you know there there's some great guys there but they are they're apologists and they just go ahead and they're just like even flow. So I ju- it's, not I just always the, it's just not always the answer. Even flow is not always the answer. You got to tell it like it is. Absolutely. Uh, Dan, the Lakers fan, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and, and smack on because I think he, uh, he does the show literally by himself talking to the chat room. That takes a lot of guts to go ahead and do. I, I got to give him props. Got to give him props. Go ahead, Sean. Right, yeah, no, Gerald. Then we'll head on out. Yeah, no, Gerald. I was just going to uh, follow up your comments. Prop props, definite props. Yeah, and Dan the Lakers fan, when you go there by yourself on camera, on screen, and it's literally just you talking to the chat room, answering questions and all that, trying to make a good show. You know what? I I got a lot of props for that. I got a lot of props for that. But Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out, my friend? Uh, about what? Anything going on in Lakers until tomorrow's show where we talk some Lakers history instead. I'm looking forward to Lakers history because Lakers history is a lot better than what I'm seeing in the present. I'd like to and put I, this and I know history Laker already. history. I know NBA history. There you go. Very, very well. That's um, why we're gonna have a great discussion indeed. And I, 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 the, the only the only positive, the only positive this year is uh, the great work they did with the Minneapolis Lakers banners and the jersey retired setup 
And I'm just hoping for that last thing on March 7th. And I plan on being there yeah. that night that they can uh, put Powell's number in between the eight and 24. If they do that, to me, that'll be the, 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 the bright, the bright light of the 2023 season. Did you talk to Jamie about that? I thought we were thinking about doing uh, you know, a road trip together. I don't do road trips with people. Oh, wow. Sorry. Sorry. I, Excuse I moi. Yeah, so you don't, don't want to see us there at all? You don't want to see Jamie Sweet no, or Lincoln Tom or myself I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loner. I'm a rebel. Oh, wow. Okay. I hope so. Rebel, rebel yell. I could just, I could just see I was, uh, That was a Pee Wee Herman. Those, t- those tickets could be very cheap. That was very, a Herman line. Come on. Those could be cheap by then. Yeah, those tickets could be dirt cheap by then. That's all, I'll say that. But once again, it's the Lakers. Not for Powell. Not for Powell. We'll, we'll we'll fork out some money for Powell. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. At least but, I will. Okay, we'll we'll see. But once again, it's the Lakers. I was there the first. I was there the first time he played at Staples. Ooh, sorry, Crypto.com. And I'm gonna be there for the jersey. It's it's a it's. Quite poetic. I love it. Okay. Well, let's see if we can try to organize something with us. Uh, maybe Jay- I know Jamie said, Sweet said he was uh, very interested. So maybe John can join us. Uh, maybe Sean can fly in from Toronto or get out of that Toronto traffic. Maybe Laker Tom from wherever in the, uh, you know, in Northern California that he's hanging around can go ahead and fly down for it. I'll come in from Vegas. So maybe you're going. We'll, we'll might work out something you need. So. The Lakers film room are now all employees. So the, all three of them are employees now. Okay. So sad, but I think that even Mike can't stop himself from criticizing the team. So roster. what's their film room? Which is, that's like? good. Which is good. Which is good. What's their oh, the film actual, room? Well, it's just a, an actual thing, I think. But also, so, um, they, Pete, do, Pete has a YouTube channel where he goes. Mm-hmm. So, so when they, when they go to their film room, do they show that last play by AD throwing the ball? to Russell Westbrook and the Clippers get the ball? Is that so did they analyze that and look at it in a well if A D could have, you know, bounced it this way. He does a good gone. job of that. He actually he did such a good job on that on his YouTube and doing his podcast that actually the Lakers hired him on, on how well he's doing. So what I don't want to give what a guy. I, I think he does does a solid job. But again, you're only allowed to say so much because, you know, when the Lakers pay okay. There's company people out there. It's okay. We can be the non-company people and and we you know we'll just dust dust the, the field. And that's what we're gonna do indeed. But once again it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately we're not corporate. We're not corporate. No, 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 not yet indeed. No, no we're like we're like in and out burger, baby. We're always gonna be private. Okay. Well, well we got good food at good prices. Animal style. Be- there you and go. we're going to be private. We'll never be corporate. I mean, they're corporate by by name, but we'll never yeah. run it like a corporation. No. You know, sovereign. Yeah, I, I that's probably what that. somebody will say about this. I remember when. Well, I don't know. I think Je- I think be great in the I think Gerald Glassford might. He's got some habits where I could see him selling out, but. Oh, yeah. but I don't know. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to help <laughs> throw, him there. Throw, throw like seven or eight zeros, and you know yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Bunch of rogues. Bunch of rogues indeed, but. I will say that uh, it is the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate everybody watching and listening. We're going to be heading on out now, but we do want to wish everyone a very good evening. We'll be back tomorrow. What does, uh, does 9 p.m. Uh, actually, no, wait, uh, let's just try 5.30 p.m. 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Is that, would that work for you? 
that gives you guys about 90 minutes or so to talk about some Lakers history. Does that work for you? Very okay. nice. Very we'll nice. Okay. So yeah, 530 Pacific, 830 Eastern right there for you. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We'll touch on some Lakers history, a little bit different coming at you. Lakers history one-on-one. So we'll talk about that. And also as well, we'll go ahead and make sure to let you know that if you get a chance, go to playback.tv slash Lakers fast break, all one word. It's in the description. So you can't miss it. It's right there in the description of this podcast. Go to there, sign up for a free account on playback.tv and join us, or at least join Laker Tom and him getting a headache right before your very eyes as the Lakers go ahead and match up against the Kings. It's going to be on at 7.30 Pacific time on Friday. And of course, for all you YouTube viewers, not only do we have tomorrow's show, but we will also be on after the game around 10 p.m. Pacific right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break. So go ahead and subscribe today to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. Thank you so much again to the best Lakers chat room that's out there. Truly appreciate it. Once again, it's Gerald Glassford. Go ahead and you can message me all the time. LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, old school style. Also as well, at LakersFastBreak on Twitter, while it's still free. Hopefully not behind a paywall because I won't pay it. Also as well, Joe Sorrell 5 on Twitter. Sean Grice, if you have any questions for him. I know somebody actually on Twitter asked to see if they could follow Sean Grice. I just mentioned that Sean Grice will get the, his messages either at LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com or right below in the comments on YouTube. So happy evening to you as well, Zangerstein. You've been great. Everyone, Howard, Sovereign, Petting My Cat, everybody. All the new faces as well, welcome. Truly appreciate it. Please subscribe so you can get the latest notifications on when you can join us. Go ahead. Our playback.tv watch parties are now live. You guys asked for it, so we're now doing a watch party as well. It's a whole thing right here. And we just truly appreciate you being part of it. And we'll see you tomorrow talking some Lakers history right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.